to the latest Bulba News series, World Dairy Expo Chats. I am your host, Amy Ryan, and today I'm visiting with Timothy Kuhn of Amenia, New York, the winner of the AC Whitey Thompson Award at this year's World Dairy Expo. Congratulations on this award and thanks for being with us today. Thank you. You have a strong history in the dairy industry. Let's start with your background and how you've gotten to your current role, including where you've worked, some of the cows you've worked with, and how these experiences have gotten you to where you are today. Okay. Um, I grew up on a farm here in Amenia, New York. I have never gone very far. It's uh, about a half a mile up the road. My two brothers and their, and a couple of nephews run the farm today. And that's where I worked till my early 20s. Uh, I did go off to college for a short period of time of about two weeks. And I missed work so much, I came home and went to work. I think that kind of handles that. Let's talk about some of the cows that you have worked with or had the opportunity to work with when you first got started and kind of how it's evolved from there. Well, I, um, as a kid on our home farm, we, we milked just Guernseys till the uh, early 70s. And um, we showed Guernseys, um, went to the National Guernsey Show one year in Louisville, where um, the farm uh, mm-hmm. won uh, Senior Best Three Females. Um, it's the only time that we really went to a national show. Um, in my early 20s, um, there were a lot investors in this area and um i had opportunity to uh do some uh clipping and uh some work like that for the investors uh herds um we called it the investor capital of the world we're halfway between albany and new york city and so that was when I, uh left the farm um probably uh at that financially probably not the wisest decision i ever made but um, for my family and for my life today, I'd say that it was a good decision. My brothers and I get along very good here. I uh, live right here. My father is my next door neighbor. He's 95 years old. He still runs around the woods coon hunting a little night. And um, anyway, but what uh, that led into uh, doing a lot of classification work for these investors. And that's where I met a guy by the name of Bob Fitzsimmons, who shortly went to manage Lyle Haven. And he gave me the opportunity to go there and uh, work with their show string and eventually head their show string up the um, the labor part of it. And um, uh, got to work with some great cows there. Um, there was a, my favorite cow ever there was a cow by the name of Pansy. She was a, um, a saber daughter, came out of Pennsylvania. Uh, we bought her at the All-American uh, one year, and um, she was not a very big cow, but very silky, uh, super utter, gave a pile of milk. Um, I believe Pansy, uh, uh, we showed her one time. Uh, or three times on the same lactation um, at the Big E, and I think she won all three years. Uh, some other cows um, that I worked with, of course, was uh, Nadine um, when I helped Piedmont jerseys. 
Uh, if we could get them in order, I could back up a little to Lyle Haven. Uh, there was an old white priest star named Della that uh, everybody that worked with her loved her. Mm -hmm. He had quite a personality. And um, and then one year we had Reserve Grand at Madison um, with a cow that we bought from Savage Lee from Wayne Savage and his family. Um, uh, her name was Grace. And mentioned Nadine, um, a Jersey cow that uh, was... Um, not really one of my favorite cows to uh, get ready. Um, maybe quite a project, mm -hmm. but uh, she did win more times than I probably thought she should have. But sometimes you win when you probably shouldn't, and sometimes you get when you don't think you should. So, and Jersey cows can be a little bit more that way, right? Oh yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> they always have their own way of doing. Uh, one of my favorite cows is, is the Holstein uh, Hazel that um, Clark Woodmancy um, bought in on and um, got to care for her a little bit. Um, she lived at Woodmancy's for a period of time. Um, just uh, an easy cow to get ready, a cow that um, uh, always made you look good, made you look smart. Most, mo most of these cows... Uh, they they take care of themselves. Um, I always say we got to be smart enough not to mess them up. Um, and uh, mm -hmm. of course, there's a couple of brown Swiss cows that have fit into that. And Delilah being one, and um, and Faye being another one. And of course, uh, Faye is another one of my favorites. A, a little more than Delilah, Faye. Um, one year we uh, she did not get bred back. We did not take her to Madison, but um, she has won and been some kind of champion every other year that she uh, has been on them colored shavings. So, um, and again, a, a really nice cow to work with, and that that makes it easy. That's wonderful. Those are all great cows that you described, and it sounds like wonderful experiences you had with them. So you've talked about five or six or maybe even more that have been what I would call household names in their respective breeds in the industry. So of those that you've talked about, what would be some of the highlights with them or um, who is your favorite of all of them? I would say A is probably my favorite. Um, there is one, one cow there that I did forget to mention, and her name was Fiesta. She was a Guernsey. Okay. And at two-year-old, she was reserved grand at Madison. Um, and I think she's still to this day the best Guernsey two-year-old that I've ever seen. Um, her udder did get a little too compacious in the next cabin. And um, we showed her a couple other times. But that year as a two-year-old, I, I think Gary Estes was a judge uh, that year. And um, she was a reserved grand as, as a two-year-old. Okay. Um, Oh, but Faye would be my uh, favorite. Fiesta had a quite an attitude. A lot of times we showed her with a ring in her nose. That that can always be an issue, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Their their personality. Yep, and Faye's been one of your favorites just because of her wonderful personality and great to work with. And yeah, and you know what? Uh, I showed her elite dairy. I showed her mother one time that won. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and her mother, a lot of people don't, I don't think, realize it. Her mother was uh, intermediate champion at Madison that year. 
Uh, she won. Okay. Uh, she didn't live much longer. And we had a mother one time that uh, won her class. So, and, and it's, she does not, um, you know, this day and age, she does not make a lot of embryos, does not work well that way. But um, that family, the udder and the feet and legs are, uh, you know, outstanding. I mean, she them udders on throughout the whole family. And, you know, when you get to see some of the results of these cows, kind of like Hazel, uh, uh, Hazel would be another big time favorite because uh, because of her personality and, and the way she was made. But also when you get seeing um, daughters and granddaughters and great granddaughters out of those cows uh, transmit, then you have a little more respect for them. And, Right. And a cow's ability to transmit on both sides, too, with their progeny is a huge thing, which I think a lot of these that you've mentioned were able to do. So it's wonderful you had the opportunity to work with them as well. So moving on, what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your experiences and time in the industry? Well, um, I would say the most rewarding thing is, is the fact that everything I do is, is helping other people. Um, you know, whether it be uh, just trimming cow's feet. I trim cow's feet for a living. That's I, I'd like to consider myself a hoof trimmer, really not a cattle fitter. You know, you're you're helping a guy out uh, doing that. And if you can give him a little direction, maybe something you saw that his neighbor did that might help him out in his business. Um, you know, after, after many years of doing this, um, people sometimes take your advice and uh and so helping to me helping others um with cattle uh and showing and breeding them uh and taking care of their feet is is one thing but then um there are times that people need help in life mm -hmm. they created a friendship with them uh and they've come to trust you and um maybe they realize that uh you've been through a few trials in your life and you've made a few mistakes in your life and you got through it they sometimes question you and ask you questions and and um i, I to me that is that's what my life is about trying to help others I would agree 100% with that sentiment. That's a lot what this industry is about too. So that says a lot about what you do and why you do it. And transitions nicely into the next question, as far as some of the challenges you feel that you faced, you referenced it a little bit in your past answer, but what kind of challenges have you faced and what advice would you offer to people starting out in the business today? Well, um, probably one of my biggest challenges is um, telling people I can't do something. I, I hate to say no to anybody, um, and yet you can get so busy that you can't do things correctly because you're too busy. You need to say no, but that's um, that's probably one of my biggest challenges. Um, I've I've always always managed to be plenty busy enough. Um, over the years to uh, to what I call stay ahead of the bill collectors. I think a pretty simple, uh, pretty simple way to live really. If you're gonna spend $2, you need to make $2. But if you're gonna spend $2 and you only make one, you're gonna go broke and, and you're self-control. Um, 
So um, saying no is is a big challenge uh, to me. Um, and um, then, of course, when you are too busy, it's my goal is always to do the best you can um, for anybody you're you're trying to help out. And uh, one of one of the things I like to say uh, at these shows when we have a large large uh, show string and a big crew um once in a while there might be some guy who sent a calf along uh for his kid just to walk on on the shavings at that show you know if maybe be at the colored shavings maybe not but um but that calf you know may not have a chance to win its class but our goal is to make every one of those animals look the best they can no matter where they end up um and i would say that's uh the biggest advice I could give to someone getting into any kind of business to to always do the best you can and to go up and beyond uh, what what you think you might be able to do. Push yourself. It's it's uh, um, it's just like playing sports. You don't just go out there and go up and down the court or whatever. You you put a little emphasis into it, a little speed into it, and practice and work hard at it, and um, and do the very best you can. Um, yep, it's all about time and dedication and hard work, and then getting to the finish line, right? And for young people, uh, sometimes they get enthused right away, and and they want to get it all at once. Well, it, it always all come at once, and sometimes you gotta you gotta watch instead of. Uh, Instead of asking a million questions, I say keep your eyes open and your mouth shut. Um, and uh, usually, um, if you work hard and you do that, usually somebody will, will put their arm around you and and give you some real good advice and to help you out. I like that philosophy. That's a good one. So talking a lot about people, who are some of the people that you feel have played a large role in your success and where you are today? I would say my father and mother, uh, there was, um, four boys and one girl in our family and, and, um, they, they taught us how to, to work and be devoted, um, uh, whatever we did. And, um, and so today my, I have two brothers that are, that run the farm here at, um, in Amenia and, um, those guys do an amazing job they uh me just even though i'm not a part of the farm but living here and and um seeing the way they do things and how they do things is um, a great inspiration to me um people in the um industry that uh you would probably know um i already mentioned bob fitzsimmons bob bob gave me a, a great opportunity uh he was a, a great boss. Um, I always say he was very wise and that he he knew what people could do and he let them uh, and do that. And if they couldn't, if they weren't good at something, he'd get somebody to come alongside of them and uh, and help them. And um, another guy was uh, Paul Fleming. Uh, people call him Buddy, Buddy Fleming. Uh, he gave me a great opportunity when uh, Dream Street was going uh, to go with their show string early on and then to uh, run their classification program for years up there in uh, Delaware County. 
Um, I worked a bunch of sales with a guy by the name of Doug Seidel. Um, and Doug, along with his crew, uh, taught me some some real handy things to uh, get a lot of cattle prepared and uh, have them look their best on sale day. Um, today, uh, the opportunity, uh, as you know, with Elite there to work with Ken Maine. And uh, Ken Maine is um, uh, not a good communicator. He's a um, um, tough guy to, to always work with. But he's probably probably the the smartest cow man I've ever been around when it comes to cow health. He sees things uh, before almost anybody else can see them. It always amazes me, um, and um, he's had a lot of experience, and he he knows how to deal with uh, cow problems um, and things like that, um, and go about it one time and and get it right. Um, a couple of uh, Guys that have um, put their faith in me for years um, is uh, Clark Woodmansey and Maury Miller. Maury Miller is not just um, a small dairyman with always had some great Holsteins and Guernseys, but he's a, an excellent vet, and you could always run a lot of stuff by him. Uh, Clark Woodmansey, uh, a commercial farmer that keeps uh, great cows there and loves great cows, uh, but does it very simple and. Uh, at ease, and he has uh, become a very personal, good friend of mine. Uh, there's, there's, you know, through all this showing, which has gone on now for over 40 years, uh, from from not just the East Coast here to Madison, but to other places we've gone, there's just one phone number that I've called for the trucking, and that was a, a guy by the name of Henry Bosman, and we we have never had one animal get hurt in all years. And um, so it's another guy that played a part in in uh, what I do and um, what I help other people do. That's a huge part of it, getting everything there safe and happy and comfortable so they're ready to take off when the show is about to start, before the show is going to begin. But have a good start to the week, and then hopefully the end of the week is even better. So the AC Whitey Thompson was recognized for his exemplary leadership and sportsmanship in the show ring. And this award recognizes a herdsman or showman that exhibits the same attributes the award was founded on. What does this award mean to you? Well, um, first, for, first of all, um, I'm, I'm not exactly sure who decides who receives the award. Uh, but um, I know this award's given out once a year to one person, and um, uh, pretty humbling to uh, think that uh, out of all the people that uh, have spent their life for years of um, uh, going cattle and taking care of cattle and um, been in the show ring, that that uh, it would it would come down to recognizing me where. I know there are many others that get overlooked for some reason or another or not known of. And it's, um, so it's, it's pretty humbling. It's uh, quite a privilege. Um, this, this particular award um, really did catch me off guard. I had no clue. Um, 
And, uh, you know, um, down there at the back of that ring, I was down there with uh, my daughter Carly and Faye waiting for Supreme Champion. And, and Corey and Bob called me up there to listen to what was getting spieled off and uh, to tell me to walk down through that ring uh, when the light hit you was, um, uh, you know, I really didn't know what to think. I thought I, I probably had a few choice words for those two guys, but, um, Mm -hmm. but anyway, um, then the, the applause was overwhelming that, that people even knew who I was. I mean, I just consider myself kind of a, um, a hoof trimmer bum from the East Coast that has had the privilege of going out there with some of the greatest cows from the East Coast for for a lot of years. And it, it, it's really um, pretty humbling, amazing. Uh, but I do like to um, express the fact that there were there are probably many others out there that deserve the award as much or more than I do. Well, I agree that there's others out there that are as deserving or what you definitely are being modest because I was in there and watched the Supreme Ceremony and the cheers when you were walking down the middle there were amazing and very well deserved. So I would say that it was definitely the correct choice. And I'm glad that Carly was able to get you down there and you were there with Faye and Bob and Corey were able to trick you into standing up there because it was a very special moment. So congratulations. Yep. Thank you. So with that being said, is there anything we didn't cover that you want to add before we finish up? I, I, uh, yeah, I would add, um, that, um, I am very, uh, thankful and grateful, uh, that about, about 30 years ago, um, uh, along with my wife at about the same time, um, that uh, the creator of the universe, the Lord came into my life and, and changed the way I lived. And if I'd stayed living the way I was, you probably wouldn't be doing this today. <laughs> you know, uh, so I'm not a guy that has walked a perfect lifestyle or, or uh, been a great example always all my life. And, um, and I think, would like to say that it's because of Christ coming into my life that uh, has helped humble me, has helped me to try and put others first, um, has uh, helped me try to uh, um, give people solid advice and um, with the intent to point them toward the, the Savior of the universe. And um, with everything I've done and all the people that have been put in my life, really, he is the one that deserves uh, the glory and the credit for what I've done. I'm I'm really just a, a vessel of his, and he has brought me to a point in my life where I no longer fear death. And I think uh, that is a, a reason that I can have the joy I have and be able to... Uh, do the work I do, uh, and and not worry and 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 not um, fret about what's going to happen tomorrow. Well, it's a great sentiment um, for all of us to live by. I think so. I I agree. That's very very important in life is to find find your well being and and be happy and enjoy it. And if that's 
the best way to do it is that way. So congratulations on that. And with that, I feel that's a nice way to close and say one more time, thank you for joining us today. And congratulations on this well-deserved honor. Thank you. Appreciate it. This wraps up our Bova News World Dairy Expo Chats podcast for today. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to Bova News on your favorite podcast subscription platform or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and be sure to check out our website, bovanews.com for more information and alerts on upcoming podcasts. This has been your host, Amy Ryan, and from everyone at Bova News, have a great day.